You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pacers fans, welcome in to this Friday edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast. As always, I am one of the hosts of the show, Tony East, with the West Indianapolis Community News and over at 8.9 seconds. Today is the last Friday you have of the offseason. Basketball starts again Wednesday, and we have one more episode of player previews to get to, which will be today. Uh, you might be thinking we have a lot of players to get through. Well, like you saw with Adam doing all of the uh, UCLA guys in one show um, yesterday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm going to do the end of the roster guys all in one because we thought there was less to talk about with them. Um, so this was going to be, as we have it on the list, Alizé Johnson, Ben Moore, C.J. Wilcox, Edmund Sumner, Elijah Stewart, Omari Johnson, etc., etc. Uh, but we have A, some news on those guys, and B, some updates on Sumner. So this really, the timing worked out waiting. Um, so I think it's going to end up being an episode about... Uh, basically, Alizé, Ben Moore, and Sumner, um, because we'll we'll run through this one quick. So first, we'll do C.J. Wilcox, who is injured uh, and out for the season with a torn Achilles and not on the training camp roster or the preseason roster. So he had a two-way contract, and he probably doesn't anymore, but I'm not sure what kind of protections his salary had or how that works, and they haven't added a guy in the spot uh, yet, so I don't know if they're going to refill it or how that's even allowed to work. Um, but C.J. Wilcox season is over, so that was the easiest season preview ever. Um, the reason I am not sure if they're able to fill the spot um, is because of some news we got today that they are waving uh, Omari Johnson and Elijah Stewart. Pacers are waving the two guys on the end of the roster from preseason, um, which comes really as no surprise. But they both had Exhibit 10 clauses in their contracts, which means they could have been converted to the 2A contract slot, and neither of them got it. So either the Pacers were not impressed with them. There are, there are a couple of things you can read from this. Uh, either the Pacers were not impressed enough with them from the preseason to um, to keep them on the roster, which is possible, or they want to just wait and see who gets cut by another team and sign someone like that to a 2A contract. That's certainly possible. Or they don't have a 2A slot because they still haven't sorted out with the league what the deal is with CJ's open slot and his injury. Uh, it's a chance they don't actually have a slot, so maybe they had to wave these guys to get down to the roster minimums. But these cuts mean that they are down to 15 contracts and a two-way, which is within legal parameters for a roster. Um, so the guys left to preview for the season, um, since we did the UCLA guys, or since Adam did the UCLA guys, would be uh, Alizé Johnson. Uh, and, oh my gosh, I'm blanking on every name in the world, Ben Moore and Edmund Sumner, and I think that's it. So really not uh, as many guys as we thought we would have to do for this episode. I thought I was going to have to do six, and it's down to three thanks to many injuries, uh, which is fascinating. So I am going to start with Edmund Sumner because, duh, um, somehow we've barely gotten to talk about him on the show. We've only had one episode uh, really talking about it. Um, which was our half preseason recap earlier this week. Uh, but Sumner's preseason has just been insane. Um, shooting well from the field, shooting well from three, playing all right defense, getting by defenders. Uh, he's looked like young on D, which is what you expect from him because he's young. Uh, but he's looked fine as a player, like probably the fifth best guard on the team, which would vault him ahead of Aaron Holiday in the rotation. Um, and he should probably get playing time, which is crazy, crazy, crazy to think about. But it also is kind of awkward for the team because I don't think they saw this level of jump coming. I mean, something just had to have clicked for him in the summer. 
Um, Sumner, Sumner, haha. So he's, he's kind of in a sticky situation. So with a lot of these guys we like to run through last season uh, so we can get a, a reference point going into this season. But Sumner's literally played more minutes this preseason than he played all last year. He only played the literally last two minutes of the entire season. Uh, he got a steal. Or not a steal, excuse me. He got a rebound, like a long rebound, and took it coast-to-coast -coast for a layup. And that was literally the only thing he did. Uh, so it's a really underwhelming NBA career so far, but this preseason has just vaulted him uh, into a new height. And, and basketball reference has, has him at like 16.4 points for 36 minutes as their projection for him this season. Like uh, They actually like what he could do uh, in his limited time. Uh, and I actually do too. But the trouble is he's on that two-way contract and he can only play for 45 days. So I wrote an article about it, so I'll just kind of sum up the thoughts of that while talking about him while also sprinkling in some stat stuff. Uh, and what I like from him this season. So uh, the two way the two-way contract works is you only get 45 days with the pro team. Uh, that can be via traveling, via practice, via game, whatever. Everything counts as a day, quote-unquote, if you're on the NBA roster and you can get sent up or down at any time. So last year he spent most, almost all of it, excuse me, his time with Fort Wayne, uh, developing with the Mad Ants. This year, I'm sure they would like him to be with the Pacers because as the fifth guard and, in theory, injury insurance for, like, Tyreek and other and anyone else who's really, I mean, Kojo's been out half the preseason. Uh, I shouldn't think he would like to like to have him around, uh, but that's challenging, you know. If they if they want to have him for just 45 game days, that's that's fine. But then he doesn't get to practice with the team, and then he becomes less effective with reads and things like that. Um, if they want to just have him for 45 consecutive days to plug for injuries, then you know you just waste them really quick, uh, and they could end soon, sooner than you want. And there's not technically a roster spot, although they could wait someone. We'll talk about that later. Um, to open it up so who really knows uh what the deal is how they're going to use it um but they could have converted it and they have it yet and they waived two other guys so i think they're going to wait to convert it i think sumner's going to sit on the two-way for a bit um but i think he'll get called up eventually but the loophole quirky thing that helps him uh and will get his feet under him and could give him a chance to earn the, the call up sooner um is that the 45-day counter on two-way contracts doesn't start counting until the G League season starts, which is November 2nd. So from the first game, October 17th through November 2nd, Sumner can spend as much time with the NBA team as he wants. Um, I'm sure they'll try to give him minutes just to see what he can do in an NBA game. And if he's good, then they'll then they'll pro he'll probably force their hand to have to do something. But I don't really know. I mean, we'll have to see. Last year, um, last year. Poitras did that. He, he played a bunch early in the year, got called up in December for an empty roster slot, but this year they don't have one at the moment. Again, I'll get to that later. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, but I think he can contribute. I really do. I mean, if I had recorded this episode literally a week ago, I probably would have said no. Um, just a development year for him, but I mean, all of a sudden, this guy shot out of nowhere. Like, he shot really well from three, like 40%. He got to the rim uh whenever he wanted he was always going downhill he had the moves to get by whoever like he looked really good outside of some sloppy like young guy stuff and like yeah that's gonna happen this season anyway but i mean it has to happen the young guy stuff has to happen to get to old guy stuff so uh i like sumner i hope he can get time i hope he can he can develop but it's hard to really project his role until they know what they're gonna do with his contract um but i can see him playing a good amount of minutes like maybe 300 to 500 minutes this season uh, just as they try to develop and keep him around. Even on a two-way deal, they can make him a restricted free agent next year so they can guarantee to keep him. 
Um, so I'm not worried about long-term him leaving or anything, but it'll be interesting to see how they how they navigate the the waters with with his contract. Um, I think he's going to be solid, though. I mean, I think he's already better than Holiday, which is great. I mean, maybe they have like their guard duo of the future when Oladipo's gone or something. I mean, that's way way off in the in the distance. So I can't believe I just even said that sentence out loud. Um, maybe Sumner will perennially be the guy off the bench behind those two. I mean. It, who knows? That was a, a bullish statement for me to say. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm excited for him. His preseason looked awesome. Uh, if it, if it uh, bleeds over into the regular season in any way at all, that'd be a welcome addition and contribution that the Pacers did not expect, I'm sure. Um, but the roster spot he could have gotten, so they had 17 dudes, and 15 is the number you have to get down to. So they waived Johnson and Stewart, like I said. Um, but not Alizé Johnson, they waived Omari Johnson who did nothing. He missed every single shot he took in the preseason and five rebounds. Uh, and Eli Stewart had like six or seven points and didn't do a whole ton. He looked better. He looked okay. He'll be good in the G League. But anyway, they kept Ben Moore. Um, and last year, so I'm glad I waited to do this until Derek replied to me on Twitter. Last year, I thought they were going to keep Jared Utah because they didn't wave him the same day as everybody else, but then they waved him like the next day. So Moore could still be waived and Sumner could be called up, but it looks like Ben Moore is going to get the last roster spot. Uh, he didn't show a ton in preseason, but he did play for the team a little last year, so there's some familiarity. I think he had only nine total minutes uh, in two NBA games, uh, didn't score a point. I don't even think he shot. Um, he was um, amazing in the G League. I've talked about this on the show a million times. He's an efficiency maven. He is an effort guy. Like He's good, uh, and he'll be fine on the team this year if he does make it. He's just blocking the path for Sumner and to make the team, and think of that however you want. I mean, Sumner could be a flash in the pan. He could actually be this good. Um, and if he is, then Moore will get waived and he'll get caught up, called up. Uh, but I don't think Moore has an Exhibit 10 clause in his deal, so he can't get a two-way. So they'd have to waive him and lose him if they wanted uh, that situation to happen. Um, but Moore is is quite the player uh, to me. Um, I mean, the, these effort guys are perfect for the Pacers because they're an effort team, but he, he fits in well. He's a development guy. Uh, I think he's fine as a player. I think I think he's a fine 15th guy to have. Uh, but it's really hard to project what he'll do because, I mean, I think he'll spend more time in Fort Wayne than Indiana. I mean, I don't know what his role would be. He's kind of like a tweener forward, um, but he'd be behind all the forwards that you would expect to be in their rotation. And I'm guessing he'd also be behind Alizé Johnson. Um, so he's really like the sixth forward, which is very, very low in the rotation and makes it very hard to see him getting many minutes at all, even garbage time like they'd probably have to it like Alze and TJ or uh, you know who even knows it he might not even get garbage time in it so it's, it's hard to see what he will his role will be on the team this year uh, which makes it hard for me to say that that they should keep him but I mean last year Poitras carved out a role at the end of the roster so maybe more will earn um, maybe more will earn something and, and not see it coming I mean again he's a, I love him he's awesome in the G League he, he could be an awesome NBA player and they'd have to play him to see but there's other guys they have to develop that I think they're higher on that will make it hard for that to happen uh i don't know how many minutes he'll play this year i'd guess somewhere between 50 and 100 in total unless there's some catastrophic injuries so tough to see and he could even get waived like you could be listening to this and he could already be off the team um which would suck but it is what it is i think his contract what i've seen is forty-five thousand dollars guaranteed which is an interesting amount because i think 50 is the most you can get and still be converted to go play for fort wayne um but i think they anticipate sending him down quite a bit to get G League time, which is great. I mean, that's that's how you develop these guys. So good for him. Also, he's like 23 and a half years old, so he's not like super young anymore. He has to prove a lot this year. Um, but he would be the guy they would wave to call up to call up Sumner if that were to happen. Uh, I don't think that that would go over well with Moore. He played on a two-way last year, and I think they that you know 
I don't think that would sit well with that camp to be waived and move another guy after finally getting the call to the pro team. But I don't really know. You know, that's a situation we'll have to see play out. I ultimately think Ben Moore starts the season uh, on the roster and is the 15th guy. But like Damian Wilkins last year, if they need to open up a spot, maybe they do that. And the other guy for this show uh, on the end of the bench is Mr. Alizé Johnson himself. Uh, again, I can't talk about C.J. Wilcox. I keep reading less. I feel like I'm missing somebody. You know, I, We talked about the 10 guys uh, with O'Quinn being the 10th. Specifically, all got their own episode. And then the UCLA guys all got their own episode. Am I missing someone? Like, I feel like we're missing someone, which would be awful. Uh, I'm going to keep thinking and talking out loud until I figure it out. There has to be a position player that I'm, we're missing. That's not good. No, we got 16 because I'm doing three and Adam did three yesterday. Um, but yeah, Alizé Johnson, another guy like Ben Moore that I am extremely high on. I'm sorry for just thinking out loud. That had to be very boring to listen to. Um, Alizé was awesome in Summer League. A lot of people liked watching him. Uh, he showed a lot of the things he showed in Summer League in his limited preseason minutes too, which was good. Um, which it like... So he went to JUCO and then Missouri State for two years. So he's never really had great coaching, um, but he's really good on the glass and he's agile and he's not afraid of anything, which is anecdotal stuff, but like it matters. And you know what I like about him is he's quick for his size. He's 6'9", 6'10", with the hair. Um, and he gets the board and he immediately pushes up the court in a guard-like fashion, which which makes him a threat and it makes the team faster. Um, and I, I like his future as a player like that. Uh, you know, you need guys who are aggressive on the glass and can run like that. Um, so maybe he's never a good shooter. His form is really weird. Uh, and that goes back to the coaching thing I talked about. And maybe they can correct it. But I remember seeing him in the pre-draft workout and being like, what on earth is this form? This is bizarre. Um, but he went to Adidas Nations last year, which is like a, a Adidas' youth basketball. Like, here are all the good players, good young players thing. And he won, like, the, the MVP of it. That was probably the worst description of Adidas Nations. And someone who listens and knows more, please tell me more about it. But he won uh, the standout player at that. So he was very good compared to other young players. I think he has a bright future. But this year specifically, I don't think he'll play much. Um, he's probably the fifth big one slot ahead of Ben Moore, who we just talked about. Um, the standard Miles and Do- Domas, Stad, O'Quinn are all ahead of him. I think he's ahead of EK, even at like center, because EK had a, an abysmal preseason. Um, so they'll try to maybe play him and plug him there for some minutes, uh, which will be interesting. But again, it's for him, it's about like being an effort guy, like more. Um, if he can hit the glass hard and dribble well, then then that's great. Pushing in transition is always great, especially because this team apparently wants to play faster, and they're putting such a big emphasis on rebounding. Uh, on the offensive end in the preseason, he, he, I didn't see a ton from him. Uh, he shot this like weird seven foot hook shot runner thing a ton and I hate it it looks awful uh, but it goes in so I mean if it goes in keep shooting it but it, I don't think it's a consistent shot I think he just happened to make it a few times in the limited attempts he had but all is gonna be a fun experiment uh, to see how you know much youth coaching impacts him because if he gets really good really fast like I think you might see like a push for more of those Juco guys uh, being drafted because all of a sudden the market's wide open for those guys um, but the three guys in this episode today, Sumner Moore and, um, and, and Alizé, I think combined, the season will play less than 500 minutes. Uh, that's how the end of the roster typically goes, uh, which it's a bummer because it's like, you know, you, you look at these guys, they all have their, a few fans at the, on the, on the internet who like them and want them to play. And like, in theory, if you play them a lot, they'll develop more, but like, it's really hard to find the appropriate time on a competing team to get those guys a ton of minutes. Like last year, EK, Ben Moore, Sumner combined for 
for 41 minutes. Like, that's nothing. Throw in Poitras and you don't even have 150 minutes. And, like, all those guys showed flashes of being, like, maybe able to do stuff, but there's just not a time for them on a competing team that's deep like the Pacers. So it's, it's, it's an uphill battle for these guys trying to prove they belong in the league and on this team. Uh, and now that, like, Sumner looks okay, Leaf looks okay, Holiday looks okay, like, there is youth in the pipeline. It's even more uphill battle for them to get minutes because they're behind those guys anyway. Um, so they have a lot to prove, and I think the G League might be good for all three of these guys. Uh, maybe not so much in Sumner's case, but like, he's on a two-way, so he's probably the most likely to go there. Um, but, you know, the, the G League's going to be good for these guys. They can get more reps in. They can they can show that they're good uh, and show that even that they're better than some of the guys uh, from the UCLA episode, uh, which will be fascinating to see. And I think uh, all these guys have a chance. I think they're all going to have a chance to show they belong on the roster, but how it all shakes out is going to be tough to see. We talked about... The roster cuts, uh, Ben Moore's the guy that that applies to a lot. Um, last year, they waived Wilkins, if you remember, at the league-wide cutdown date to free up a spot, which they eventually used for Trevor Booker. Uh, ben Moore having a low guarantee makes him the most likely guy for that. So just be on the lookout for Moore getting getting waived at some point this season unless he really impresses. Um, but he's an uphill, again, like I said, they all have an uphill battle to make the league, so keep an eye on all of them, really, uh, especially in blowouts to see how much they play or when they get sent up or down to the G League. Um, but that is it for our player previews. We got everybody. Uh, we we kind of cheated and got three in on on these episodes at the end and didn't get to do Omari Johnson and Stewart, Elijah Stewart very much because they got waived the day I was going to do it. Um, that is what it is. Thank you guys for uh, for keeping up. We're excited for the season. I will be in Florida for the next four days, so I don't know if we're going to do any more episodes before the season. Maybe one more next Monday, previewing the first week, but I'll be, uh, again, in Florida, so who knows if I'll bring my, my laptop and mic and stuff like that. We'll see. Um, you'll find out. But thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our last player preview. Get hyped for the season. Next Friday we'll be talking about actual basketball games, so get excited for that. Uh, have a great last weekend of off season, and we'll see you guys next week.